Saturday. This is the day the Lord has made. Again, we came to rejoice and give God praise. We are glad that we could come into the house of the Lord one more time. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go and rejoice. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Can we just clap our hands and show God some love this evening? As we enter into worship, as we start this service, thinking about the goodness of God and how great he is and how amazing he is, we give your name the praise. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you, honor you, and praise you. You are an amazing God. You are an awesome God. You are a great God, and there is no one like you. There's none before you. There's none beside you. There's no one greater than you. So we say thank you today, God. We thank you for this time that we can come to gather together in your name and worship you. God, we thank you for the privilege to pray, to sing, to worship, to give you praise. We thank you that you created a time for us to corporately worship and lift you up. So we honor you today, God. We appreciate your presence in our lives. We thank you for always being by our side and we give you glory and honor God. Now let your anointing rest in this place this evening. Let your power fall. Have your way with us, oh God. Take control of this service, oh God. We put it into your hands and we are thankful for the preach word that shall go forth. We are thankful for danger seen and unseen and we are thankful for your goodness that follows us all the days of our lives. Now Lord, be in this service. Have your way. We set our will to the side to experience you in a new way. In Jesus' name, amen.
He really is a great God. And of course, we come and have great praise. Welcome to Saturday Night Life. Amen. We're glad that you're in the house tonight as we've come to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. And we're getting ready to go to God in prayer. We know God is a prayer hearing and a prayer answering God. So if you want to come and kneel at the altar, stand at the altar, kneel in your seat, stand, get into a good prayer position. We want to have a little talk with Jesus because we know talk with Jesus can make everything all right. I was driving in tonight. Good to see our councilman Calvin Hawkins in Saturday night worship. I know it's a special night if Calvin's in Saturday night worship. But I want you to be in prayer for Deacon Ronald Clark. Uh, Ronald Clark, his, his son was tragically murdered, gun violence. And we want to lift up the Clark family. I just talked to uh, Reggie Clark, and he was sharing with me about the loss of his nephew. And so we want to lift up Ronald and Lucy Clark in our prayers. Of course, there are many other prayers that we can lift, but we want to make sure that we stand in the gap and we stand in faith, stand believing, stand trusting. Let's talk with God tonight. Move in this place, Holy Spirit. Concerns in our vessel. women who led us in prayer this morning in our morning glory. Thank you to Samisha Broussard and team of sisters who showered heaven in, in prayer and all the programs of our church. Grocery and food distribution, Girl Scouts, birthday ministries, ushers, Have your way, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Such a mighty God. Dick and Jeff Datcher, come on if you would, as we seal these prayers tonight. Pray for our brothers, our sisters, our loved ones, our friends. God is able. Praise you. Lord, my Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth, Lord God. Lord God, we come before you today with many issues and trials and tribulations and concerns, Lord God. But first and foremost, we, we thank you for what you've already done, Lord God. Thank you for just watching over us and caring for us and providing for us and loving us and forgiving us, Lord God, through all our circumstances, Lord God. You know.
know that you are with us. You'll never leave us nor forsake us, Lord God. You are, we are leaning and depending and trusting you in all our situations and circumstances, Lord God. For you care for us. You love us, Lord God. And you are our source that we can run to and cry to and pray to, Lord God. Talk to, Lord God. We love you, Lord God. We just thank you for just, just who you are, Lord God. For you are awesome in all your ways, Lord God all that's going on in the world, Lord God, we just cast our cares upon you, Lord God, for you care for us. We're trusting in you, Lord God. We cast all our cares at the cross, Lord God. And we just thank and praise you, Lord God. We just lift those up that, that, that have lost loved ones, Lord God. We just know that you give them peace and comfort and give them what they stand in need of, Lord God. I ask that you just remove any doubt, any fear, any anxieties, any anxiousness from us, Lord God. Anything that is not of you. Anything that will hinder us from praising you and, and praying to you and giving your name the glory, honor, and the praise, Lord God. We ask that you remove those things from us, Lord God. We ask you to remove sin from us, Lord God. Because you will cleanse us from any unrighteousness, Lord God. You will make a way of escape, Lord God, from our troubles, Lord God. And we just thank you. We thank you for everyone that's here tonight, Lord God, that they cast their cares at your feet, Lord God. Anything they may be going through, Lord God, we just pray that they would just cry out to you, Lord God, for you the author and the finisher of their faith, Lord God. And they're leaning and depending and trusting you in all things, Lord God. We pray for this service. We pray for this word that will come forth in a powerful way through Pastor Davis, Lord God, to touch the hearts and minds of all beliefs to be encouraged, to be lifted up, Lord God, to, to be able to go on a little while longer, Lord God, just a little while longer, Lord God, and we just look to the hills which come with our help, our help coming from you, Lord God, and we love you, Lord God, and we had a thousand times we couldn't thank you enough for all what you already have done and continue to do and have done in the past, present, and the future of our lives, Lord God. So again, we just ask that you just thank you and praise you and just lift up the service in a mighty way. You know what we all stand in need of, Lord God. We know that you are provider, Lord God. We thank you. We just thank you and praise you. Give your name the glory on and praise. In Jesus' name we pray.
God's house one more time. God is great and greatly to be praised. If you are a first-time worshiper, we certainly want to welcome you with the joy of Jesus. And if you're here for the first time, you can only be a first-timer one time. So stand up so that we can acknowledge you. I'm looking around the room. All faces seem familiar to me, but we're certainly grateful for your presence here tonight, and certainly we love you with the love of the Lord. If you're watching online and you don't have a church family, you can become a part of ours wherever you are around the globe. And so we certainly thank God for First Baptist Church of Highland Park everywhere as we indeed meet the needs of so many persons in so many places. And with that being said, let's get ready. Let's get ready. Let's get ready. It's offering time. And we get ready to give as unto the Lord. We believe in the 10th, giving off the top. And again, we thank God. Good to see Dick and Cheryl Crawford coming in. We lift up her sister, Velvin Jones, and we're praying for her and lifting her up as well. Again, we are also grateful for those uh, gifts beyond the time. Uh, this is a leap year, so we're giving 366. Amen. This year, some give giving your 365. You owe you owe it a, a, a dollar. Amen. That will bring you right up to Kate, right up to where you need to be. But we give as unto the Lord. You see the ways to give. Cash App, GiveLify, the website Abundant dot com all of those ways and if you need an envelope one an envelope just lift your hand and we will come and serve you and of course if you need access to our atm you can go out the rear door to your left but we are certainly grateful for our online worshipers and we thank god for your generosity as well even in this season as we celebrate so much about jesus and what Jesus does in our lives. If you have your gift, your giving apparatus, would you lift it up? We want to pray over it and you. And, of course, we lift up also uh, Deacon Karan Craig. Her mother and love went on to be with the Lord, and I want you to be in prayer for Karan and Larry Craig, the wonderful persons, and we certainly, certainly stand in faith with them. Dear God, we thank you for the opportunity to give, the blessing to give. Now, dear God, bless both gift and giver, those who give that tithe, that tenth, and even those who go beyond. We pray now, dear God, as we thank you for even our grocery and food distribution earlier today, some 91 households were blessed, and we thank God for the efforts of volunteers, missionaries, and the like. Bless now our time of giving in Jesus' name, amen. Let's come, let's go, let's give, and after which we'll hear highlights from the hills. Come on, you can just come right on. It's Saturday night, and it's all the way live.
Baptist Church of Highland Park's Women's Ministry will host a vacation taking a luxury coach bus to see the live production of Daniel at the Sight and Sound Theater in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Thursday, October 3rd, with lunch at Sadie Maple Smorgasbord. The cost is $164 per person, and the first deposit of $82 is due Sunday, April 14th. Final payment is due Sunday, August 4th. Bus seats offered first to First Baptist Church of Highland Park members until Sunday, April 14th. For more information, send an email to womenministry at fbhp.org. The First Baptist Church of Highland Park's Business by the Book class registration are now open. Classes will be Thursdays from 7 to 9 p.m. starting March 28th. Each class session will cover key aspects of business operation from a biblical perspective and require weekly homework. Students must attend at least seven classes to graduate and receive a certificate of completion. For more information, contact the facilitators Deborah Jackson and or James Silver at bbb-ministry at fbhp. Parents slash guardians, it is time again to submit your young scholar's name, mailing address, GPA, and a copy of their report card, or award certificate for the first and second quarters of 2023 to 2024 school year, grades K through 12. Please email your information to Veronica Ronnie Price at vprice at fbhp.org. All information must be submitted by 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday, March 3rd. Award recognition letters and rewards will be mailed to each recipient. The First Baptist Church of Highland Park Discipleship Ministry is offering small group Bible classes using the Navigator's 2.7 series, Growing Strong in God's Family. You may register at fbhp.org or call the church administrative office. Join the plug every first Thursday of the month where we discuss a variety of topics including finances, relationships, careers, and school while applying basic biblical principles, all while connecting young adults for His glory. Girl Scout Cookies. Mm -mm. The First Baptist Church of Highland Park Girl Scouts will have a cookie booth near the bookstore after church services each Sunday in February, the first Saturday and Sunday and second Sunday in March. Did you get that? 
good. Some of the proceeds for the cookie sales will be used to help with the supplies and educational trips, particularly the educational trip to Europe 2025. You have a special order request? Wonderful. Reach out to Jane McRae. She can't wait to see you. Thank you for all that you do for the Girl Scouts. And that wraps up this week's Highlights from the Hill. Did you miss anything? No worries. You can find all that information and more on our website at www.fbhp.org or on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, or X. This week's highlights are brought to you by the Connections Team. And just in case you forgot, it's not your average church bulletin. Bye. Have a blessed week. Holy Ghost Some of you noticed that uh, the screen's out on the sign. That's because of a power outage this week. And, of course, we'll be, our technical team is working on that. Um, and, again, just wanted you to be aware. Uh, that's why you don't see those, that, those uh, announcements up front, but only in the rear. Our Elevation Career Network uh, on Monday night. Uh, this week, 6 o'clock, The Fall and Rise to Success. Latrice Lights, health advocate and CEO of Shining Lights, will be uh, presenting. And, of course, Latrice is a very faithful member of our church. In the morning, uh, Dr. Lawrence Hawkins will be teaching at the 930 hour, Micah, Nahum, Justice, Love, and Humility. Uh, that will take place in our Sunday Biblical Institute time together. Uh, we are grateful that you're in worship tonight on Saturday as we lift up the name of Jesus. And if you're celebrating an anniversary this weekend or this week and you are in worship, we want to acknowledge you. Any anniversaries being celebrated, stand up uh, this weekend or uh, this upcoming week. Amen. I see a special couple that slipped into worship on Saturday night, and they might as well just stand right back up because they get married tomorrow in our chapel. Amen. They are, don't they look ready to get married? They, again, they get married tomorrow, and we look forward. You can go back to your seat, Michelle, both of y'all, and it's going to be a great time. I got your information sitting on my desk right now. Now, I know that's my responsibility uh, on tomorrow. But if you have a birthday this weekend, how about today? If you're celebrating a birthday today, uh, you can stand up if today is a birthday for you or if tomorrow is a birthday for you. How about this week, Dr. Donald Warner? Does anybody have a birthday this week? Um, you, you do know that uh, the week ends on March 1, Dr. Warner. Amen. So we can stand tonight. Amen. <laughs> Dr. Warner will hit 91 on Friday. Amen. And we're going to hear a poem from him, from him tonight since this is his big week. And so we, we know you're going to have that poem ready to go for Black History Month. And we thank God for that. But it's preaching time. 
and we get ready for the word of God and so how delighted we are many of you I've seen earlier today and you're back at worship tonight but I again want to thank those of you who helped us with our many programs going on today I don't know what that program was called with the Girl Scouts but it was a whole lot of them and uh, we had we had ushers from the region here doing training we had uh, missionaries meeting we had food distribution whole lot going on at the city on the hill and uh, we are certainly grateful to be in worship tonight Sister McConnell you made it back tonight I see you were at the February the September gathering September birthday ministry amen I see you Sharon I know you were in the house and we thank God for that but we certainly Sister Tia is going to come and bless us musically and then we hear the gospel message if you're online tell somebody spread the word even if you're in worship send them a text tell them it's getting ready to be preaching time you can pull out your phone for that and we thank god and again somebody gets saved somebody can come into right relationship with the lord come on team anybody has a reason to give god a thank you come on let's just shout thank you all over the house when somebody does something for you your mother and your parents taught you to say thank you and the person we should thank the most is god so let's just say lord i thank you for being a provider i thank you for being a healer i thank you for being everything i need
how thankful we are. Lord, we love you and we adore you and we magnify your name. We thank you for your presence in this place. Now, Holy Spirit, we already feel you moving. Continue to move even in the declaration of your word. Use me as an instrument in your hand. Save tonight, inspire, encourage, enlighten us so that we might be able to go to the next level. We thank you in advance for what you're about to do in this space of time. Think with my mind, speak with my voice. Use me to your glory and allow more of you to be seen and heard. We give you the glory tonight and we give you the honor and we give you the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's clap those hands together in the joy of the Lord. We stand if we can as we honor the word of the Lord. Thank you, Tia, for blessing us in such a marvelous way musically tonight. I want to turn our attention to the 12th chapter of the gospel according to St. Matthew. St. Matthew chapter 12, uh, beginning at verse number 43, and we'll read down through verse number 45. Hear the words of the Lord in the New Living Translation of this New Testament text. When an evil spirit leaves a person, it goes into the desert, seeking rest, but finding none. Then it says, I will return to the person I came from. So it returns and finds its former home empty, swept, and in order. Then the spirit finds seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they all enter the person and live there. And so that person is worse off than before. That will be the experience of this evil generation. These are the words of God. You may go to your seats around the building. I want to come back with the help of God, guidance of his spirit, Verse number 44, then it says, I will return to the person I came from. So it returns and finds its former home empty, swept, and in order. I want to talk tonight from the theme, we can't have that. We can't have that. So many times when we go through experiences in life and experiences that impact us in such negative ways, a good way of us saying that we've gone down a road that we have no intention of going down again. Mistakes. Again, it's a part of our human makeup, our own humanity we realize that we will make errors because we are flesh. We are human. The Apostle Paul talks about the wrestling that we do. Paul said, the good that I want to do, but there is evil all around me. There is what I would have to say tonight, 
is spiritual warfare. That warfare that has taken place for many years, spiritual warfare. We can come and celebrate this Black History Month and think about our HBCUs. We can think about those schools that started in those small places and were able to grow. I was sitting earlier with the September birthday ministry as they were looking at the history of Howard University. But not only were they looking at the history of Howard University, but they were looking at Highland Park High School, uh, looking at the reality of students traveling from Baltimore to go to school. They was able to go to get high school education. All of these kinds of things. And so when we think about the positives of life, the positives of life, we also have to look at the negatives. There is the reality that you can live and try to live right, but even though I'm trying to live right, I deal with challenges. Challenges that surround me. Challenges that seem too difficult for me to overcome. But if you know anything about the Bible, you know anything about God's word, what seems to be impossible can be possible. You realize the scripture says that nothing is impossible with God. And when you read the word of God, as you go from Genesis to Revelation, and you look at the many characters who are able to do miraculous things as they are connected to the power of God. Moses in the Red Sea, David and Goliath. Uh, we look at Elijah and Elisha. We realize that Daniel in a lion's den. We look at all of those wonderful biblical stories. And one of those stories is dealing with Jonah in the whale. And that's one of the themes that we're going to lift this weekend as we look at the realities and how life can be impacted. But here we are tonight. We can't have that. Sometimes we, we look at the negatives that come into our lives, the things that challenge us, and therefore we do not want to return to that place. Let me come at it this way. When you look at what God has delivered you from, you have no, you have no uh, idea of going back to where you once were. You can testify. You can stand tall. You can talk about what God has done and what God is doing in your life right now. So negativity, you don't want to have it. And if I am going to have it, I'm not going to have it disconnected from the power of God. The three areas we're going to look at tonight as we take a deeper dive into this text. Number one, something can look good on the outside, but it is a mess on the inside. Somebody knows about that because we are, we spend our time many times trying to dress up that which is on the outside and not realizing that the real dress up needs to start on the inside. Who am I talking to tonight? We look at, matter of fact, the society which we now live in with carjacking and all the kinds of gun violence and theft and mass theft that is going on. There are so many things that we are doing on the outside, but not looking on the inside. Here it is, Calvin, in, even in the state of Maryland, we're trying to deal with how do we legislate against teenagers who have tried to figure out the loopholes in the legal system. 
and they have figured it out that yes, I can get caught, but I'm going to get back out no matter how horrific the crime. And that's the society we have and we live in, but we have to say as believers, we can't have that. That's why we've got to continue to lift up the bloodstained banner. That's why we must continue to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ and can never get lazy about our faith. Here's the real question. Who have you led to Christ? Who has come into right relationship with the Lord because of your witness? And, and I don't want to make you feel bad tonight, but every Christian ought to have a testimony. You ought to have a testimony because you do realize, Dr. Fontenot, we have dealt with the test of life. And somebody put it this way, no test, no testimony. And if, and if you've lived more than five days in this world, you have experienced a test at some time. A test of loneliness, a test of anger, a test of your patience, a test of something has taken place in your life. But we can come tonight and celebrate the victory of God. Well, there are two other points we're going to make tonight. The other two points, number two, although evil might be expelled, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that it will accept defeat. That, my God, evil, you can tell evil to get out of here, but evil does not go away quietly. It might go away, but it's going to go and it's going to strategize. How can I get back? And when I come back, I'm going to try to do worse damage this time than I did the last time. But I've got good news for you tonight that no matter when evil shows up, when you are a child of God, you've been bought with a price. You've been watched in the blood of the lamb. And I'm thanking God that here we are, the, 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 the children of ancestors, our enslaved ancestors who were able to deal with all the degradation, all the pain, but still could lift their heads up, still could give God praise, still after picking cotton and dealing with all the things of the daytime could come at nighttime and give God the glory and give him the praise. So evil might not, might, might be expelled, but it doesn't mean that evil's gonna get up. Because every day evil is trying to get back into your life. Evil is trying to come and mess up the peace or whatever it is that you're dealing with. But I've come to tell you, you gotta keep on lifting up the word of God. You've been covered by the blood. And I'm thanking God that I'm thanking God that I can lift up my hands, I can open up my mouth, and I can give God praise. Because he's a great God. Well, the third thing we're going to look at tonight is that you can never give residence to evil. Evil, you got no place here. And when evil tries to come and make him or herself comfortable in your life, you've got to never be content with evil. You're not going to stay here. I, I don't care where you go, but you're not going to be staying here. You're not going to be messing up my mind and messing up my family and the, and the flow that we've got going on. Because that's what evil wants to do. Evil wants to mess up your flow. He doesn't want you to be happy. He doesn't want you to be joyful. He doesn't want you to have a sense of peace. But I'm thanking God that the best peace manual of all time is the word of God. I wish I had a witness in here. I'm thanking God for a living word, a loving word. I'm thanking God for a word that it will show up at just the right time, giving me just what I need, just when I need it. Well, let's back it up. Let's unpack it tonight. Number one, something can look good 
good on the outside, but is a mess on the inside. Look at verse number 44. These are the words of Jesus. And if you have a Bible that that is the red letter edition, it is in verse number 44. Then it says, I will return to the person I came from. So it returns and finds its former home Empty, swept, and in order. Empty, everything looks good. What the evil one is now returning, but looks at what is going on and everything looks clean. Everything looks okay. And now he he realized that maybe I need to go away and I need to strategize and to come back. But what has happened in verse number 44, there is obviously only a surface only cleansing. Some people can get cleaned up and their cleaned up is only on the surface. They're not cleaned up when, where you can't see. Uh, they, they, they cleaned up. They think that I put on a certain outfit, carry a Bible and all of that and even talk and use religious language, but I can still be a mess on the inside. Here it is that we got persons who are engaged in so many negative behaviors that we cannot see and know we cannot see it. And it's not up to us to judge them anyway, because the final judge is going to be God. That's why the Bible says that says, judge ye not. Don't spend your time trying to judge others, what you really need to do is to look at where am I in my relationship with the Lord. And when you understand that reality, you got to be determined to say I'm, I'm going to be determined. I, that's why we're here in worship on a Saturday night and lifting up the name of Jesus. We're determined. Whatever it is, God, you want to speak into my life and speak into my heart, here I am. Fill my cup and let it overflow. I can come tonight and it, because here it is that the evil one says, I'm going to return. But I don't want to just see a surface cleansing. Surface cleansing. No, I want you to cleanse me, God, but I want you to cleanse me more than what the eye can see. When you get cleaned up, many times we get cleaned up from the outside in. But what Jesus is in essence saying, I need for you to get cleaned up from the inside out because I I can't see into your mind, but he can. I can't see into your heart, but he can. I can't see into your spirit, but he can. And that's why you've got to understand that what the world can can't see, God can. Matter of fact, Old Testament says what you do in the dark can be uncovered. It can be uncovered. I don't know what you were doing last night, but Jesus does. And you need to realize that's why some folk can't praise God because they know what they've been doing. But I'm thanking God that they're here. The reality is that Jesus is in essence saying, I want you to go deeper. In other words, we could say it here at Highland Park. We're going to the next level. We're leveling up. We're going to another level. We want to be determined about what it, whatever it is, God, that potentially could be done in my life. I'm going to the next level. I'm going to press my way. And every time you decide to go to the next level, you've got to know that you've got to overcome spiritual warfare. The war is going on. That's what takes me to point number two. Although evil might be expelled, it doesn't mean that it will accept defeat. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you might have gotten me out of here, but I'm trying, I'm, I'm going to figure out how can I strategize so that I can come back. What does he do? Verse number 43, when an evil spirit leaves a person, it goes into the desert seeking rest 
but finding none. Let me tell, let me unpack that text. You need to realize when you don't have Jesus, you will have unrest. Do I need to say that again? You, when you don't have Jesus, there is something missing in your life. Verse number 43 says, when an evil spirit leaves a person, what does it do? It goes into a desert, a dry place. And I'm thanking God that what is Jesus? Jesus says, I've come and I am the water of life. And so what is dry in your life can now change because of a relationship with the Lord. I wish I had a witness in here tonight who could celebrate the fact that God can show up in your life and do great things. The evil spirit was seeking rest, but finding none. How many of us have come to Christ because we were seeking rest? Matter of fact, you look at the word rest, rest can also be attached to the word peace. In order for you to get sleep at night, you've got to be able to, to, to cut out and to get away from all of the distractions. And, and what Jesus is saying, that if you want to get to where you need to be, you need to get rid of some distractions. Some of us have too many distractions in our life. That's why they tell you that when you get ready to go to bed at night, don't go to bed with, on, with your electronics because it will keep a certain part of you awake and alive and all of those kinds of things. And so electronics need to be pushed to the side. And I, But I'm coming to tell somebody tonight that you could, many persons have been seeking rest in all the wrong places. Yeah, you matter of fact, you some of us remember the old club life when folks said, I just need a little something something to calm my nerves. Oh, uh, yeah, that I want something to relax me. I, I, I become, yeah, I'm a much better person if I can get something to relax me, but that's only artificial. I'm talking about something that is greater than something that is artificial. The late Dr. Frederick Sampson said it's not how high you can go, and how, but how straight you can walk when you come back down. But I'm coming to tell somebody tonight that you don't need an artificial high. You need a spiritual high. Matter of fact, in the Acts, it talks about how the Holy Spirit comes into the early Christian church. And they could not figure out what was going on. They said, have these folk been drinking at this time of the morning. No, they haven't been drinking, but they have been drinking from another cup, Deacon Queen, and that cup is, uh, gives them joy at all times. Somebody is here tonight, somebody is listening online, and you can remember how you can get happy all by yourself. doesn't have to be anybody around. I can remember going to see my grandmother, and she would be rocking on the porch in her home up down in Texas, and tears would start coming down her face, but that was a realization because sometimes you can just reflect upon how far the Lord has brought you. And when you think about how far the Lord has brought you, it's going to give you a reason to give God praise. That evil spirit is going, trying, goes into the desert, trying to seek rest. Matter of fact, the, the mess, the, the already wrong that he, he was going to the desert to seek rest. Now who in their right mind is going to a desert to rest? Come on, somebody. If I'm going to rest, I want to be in a place that's comfortable. I want to be in a place not that is dry and hot. I want to be in a place that is able to refresh me. That's what the that's what worship does for many of us. We come into the house of worship and we get filled and energized and fired up. And now I can leave out of this place and deal with all of the challenges that I'm dealing with in life. The spirit goes into the desert. 
seeking rest, but finding none. I could dig it a little bit further because you can look at a whole lot of people who are looking for the answers in all the wrong places. They're looking for the wrong places. They think this thing or that thing or this uh, this acquisition or this purchase or this car or this piece of jewelry or this watch, whatever it is, you've got to understand only Jesus is going to be able to make that impact in your life. Here's the, here's my third point tonight. Uh, yeah, yeah, because you need to realize he had gone into the desert, uh, but because he did not want to accept defeat. And I'm thanking God. But here it is. We have Dr. Fontenot, the victory. We've got the victory because we've got Jesus. And since I have Jesus, my third point tonight, you can never give residence to evil. It does not mean that evil is not going to show up. But, but evil is not going to stay here. And the reason why evil is not going to stay here is because I'm going to, I know how to fall on my knees. I know how to praise my way out of a situation. Do I have a witness tonight? I can lift up my hands and give God the glory. But here it is. Verse number 45 is a, is a critical one because then the spirit finds seven other spirits more, more evil than itself. And they all entered the person and lived there. And so that the person is worse off than before. That will be the experience of this evil generation. This generation that we're living in today. Where the statistics are. And I was with a group of ministers this week. And we were looking at the statistics of persons who are falling away from the church. We have now more persons who consider themselves in the none category. I have no faith, no religion, no belief in God. There are more persons today who are talking about that God does not exist. But I'm but I'm grateful that I had a conversation with a person the other day. They said, I'm try, I've been trying to find answers in my life, but I realized that, all, that there, there's something else out there that I cannot put my finger on. And that's that has to be the power of God because we have tried to find the answers in all the wrong places. Uh, we can't have that. Uh, we can't have a generation that is dying, a generation that is an enemy to itself. Uh, that here we are, we cannot, we cannot even go from one place to another without thinking about the dangers of society. But I'm giving God praise tonight uh, that even if your life gets taken, uh, and that's what I thank God for the message of Dr. King. Uh, Dr. King said uh, that even he said, I've been to the mountaintop. You heard the message. But I'm thanking God that Dr. King talked about a dream that he heard about. He, matter of fact, he was at a, at a service and heard a young woman that was praying her prayer. Her name was Prathia. Prathia Hall. She was praying her prayer. And Dr. King heard her because she was talking about, I have a dream. And Dr. King said, Prathia, I want to use that again. And Prathia said, go ahead and use it, Dr. King. And, and matter of fact, she did not worry that she was the author of that phrase. And I'm thanking God tonight that we can lift up our hands and give God the glory. We can come tonight. We can't have that. That coldness, that lostness, and all of that evil. We can't have that. 
that folks don't want to give God praise. Uh, and I've got to give God the glory. And I'm thanking God for the rising of the sun uh, and the going down of the same. Uh, do I have a witness tonight? Uh, somebody knows that God is a great God and greatly to be praised. Uh, I will bless the Lord. Uh, at all times. You're not going to have residence here because I'm thanking God that this, 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 this situation showed up. And he said, I, I went to get some reinforcements. What I was trying to do, I was unsuccessful at what the evil one does. He gets seven more persons to join him. But I want you to know tonight that when you have the power of the Lord, no matter what Satan tries to do, you can uh, overcome. Uh, that's what they used to sing at the end of the old civil rights. Uh, they say, we shall overcome. Uh, somebody's here tonight uh, and you got to know that you can overcome uh, whatever it is uh, that you're facing in your life. Uh, I've got good news for you. Uh, and the good news is uh, that God has not left us, uh, that God is watching over us, that he will fight your battles. Uh, he will pick you up. Turn you around. Put your feet on a solid ground. Good night, Highland Park. May the Lord bless you real good. But when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, hallelujah, I will praise his name. Don't need a rock crying out for me. I can cry out for myself. I love you, Jesus, because you first loved me. Look past my faults, saw my needs. Do you love him tonight? Do you love him tonight? And if you love the Lord, I will give God praise. My God is an awesome God. He's a, he's a marvelous one. He's a counselor. He's a doctor. Mother for the motherless. Father for the fatherless. I love you, Jesus, because you first loved me. Ain't he all right? Say yes. Say yes. We can't have that. We can't have you giving up. We can't have you only focusing on the surface. But you need to go deeper in the faith. We can't have us settling for mediocrity spiritually. We got to say, Lord, what is it you want me to do, want to do in my life? How are you going to move? How are you going to use me? And forget about your past. Leave your past in the past. I'm trying to take you from where you are now to where you need to go. I want to put it in your hands, God. Because when I put it in your hands, there is no limit to what God can do. Hallelujah. I know we've all, we've all dealt with it. We've all dealt with spiritual warfare. But the great news, Frank, that we can overcome it because we can lean and depend on Jesus. Tonight could be a great night. A great night for you to get saved. A great night for you to say yes to the Lord. And it's the best yes that you could ever say. So I say, well, how do I do that? I want you to pray with me. Repeat these words. Dear God, 
I give my life to you. Forgive me of my sins. Come into my life. I want to be saved, born again, and live for you eternally. I believe, Jesus, that you died for my sins, and you got up from the grave, and you're alive right now. And tonight, I turn my life totally and completely over to you. And I claim victory in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer tonight for the first time, come on down here. I want to shake your hand. I want to give you some information. It's the best thing you could ever do. It's the best move you could ever make. Won't you come? Won't you come? Online, scan the QR code. Call our church tonight. We have staff who will answer your call first thing in the morning. Come on, come on. Worthy. Come on, come on. service tonight, you can make a wonderful decision. See any usher, see any person who looks like they're familiar with things, and you can ask them, and we can make sure you're a part of our family. You're going to go to our seats around the building. Dr. Warner is coming now to give us a black history poem that he's going to share with us. Amen. He is. He has a new book out, and uh, who am I? Amen. But we thank God for Dr. Donald Warner, who will turn 91 on Friday. Amen. God bless you, Dr. Warner. We can bring the mic to you. You can stay down there. You want to come up here? All right. You're insisting to come. Come right on. Come right on. He's coming. Amen. Do you need a podium, Doc? Come on over here. Joel is good with this kind of stuff. He can move stuff, 
connected up real fast, and uh, that's where Joel Price can work. But we'll figure it out. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Joel Price for a moment. Do I look like Joel? All right, come on here, Doc. We got your semi. Yeah, yeah. I think we can. I think you can Thank make you, it pastor. work. I think you can make that work. I had requested permission from the pastor to read one of my poems on Sunday, but uh, you know what they say, be you ever so prepared. The poem that I will read to you to celebrate Black History Month is entitled, Standing in the Shadows. Exhilarated crushed by the crowd. I stood alone in the midst of thousands on a platform beneath the Washington Monument, listening to Dr. King's soul-wrenching dream analogy. Later, I stood beneath the shadow of the Lincoln Memorial protesting Vietnam and wondering why, as we crushed the grassy knoll with our black brown, red, yellow feet. Then 30 years later, I stood in the same shadows with my sons and daughter, amazed at one million African-American men calmly reflecting on the agonies, pains, and sorrows of a past filled with wrath and retribution. I stood acknowledging that only God and my mother had loved me unconditionally. And so I stand in the shadow of Moselle Emily Willis Warner. I stand in the shadow of your ancestors and mine. I've conversed with Julius Caesar, Diocletian, and Constantine the Great. But I stand in the shadow of Frederick Douglass. I've studied the existential philosophies and lucid definitions of Plato, Aristotle, and Euripides. But I stand in the shadow of Sojourner Truth. I understand the imaginative reach and grasp of the great historians Herodotus and Toynbee but I stand in the shadow of Paul Roberson, John Hope Franklin, and Richard Bright. I understand the political realities faced by Abraham Lincoln, but I stand in the shadow of Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. I understand the artistic endeavors of Leonardo da Vinci and Michelangelo Bonarotti, but I stand in the shadow of Leontine Price, Sam Cooke, Ice-T, and Little Bow Wow. I understand the mysticism of Buddha and Confucius, but I stand in the shadow of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I stand as a bridge between the old and the new. I stand in the shadow and the joy of eternal life, acknowledging the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? 
The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Standing in the shadow. Thank you, Dr. Warner. 91 on Friday. Amen. Praise God. Thank you for sharing that with us as we close out Black History Month. And again, we're certainly grateful. There's some fancy sneakers you got on, Dr. Warner. You look like you're ready to run. Amen. Leroy, he's got some, we got to check out his footwear, Leroy. We got to check him out. If we can stand, we, since we're standing, let's stand. Amen. Dr. Warner told us to stand. Some of you came in a little late, uh, but we do want you to keep in prayer. Deacon Karan Craig, who's the loss of her mother. But the other one, I see Russell and Frank coming in, uh, was the loss of Ronald Clark Jr., who was tragically killed in, in gun violence uh, last night. And so pray for the Clark family. I talked to Reggie Clark and just be in prayer uh, for the Clark family. I want to thank Tia. I want to thank our musicians tonight, our ushers, greeters, uh, media team. And again, we're certainly grateful for each and every one of you. Pray that you'll have a wonderful and safe evening. Uh, pray for worship tomorrow, even if you're not coming to worship we got some exciting things that will be taking place, especially in the 1045 worship. Uh, so our young people, we've got some black history moments we're going to be sharing at 1045. And so we certainly give God all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. Lord, we love you, adore you, magnify your name. Thank you for the prayers of women led by Sister Samisha and our women's ministry this morning. And even as we close this Saturday, dear God, we ask now your blessings upon each of us. And no matter what spiritual warfare we deal with, we can't have that. We're not going to have Satan to be victorious, but we're going to look to you as author and finisher of our faith. Now, dear God, may your grace, mercy, and your peace go with us. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a great night.